Begins another destructive episode of Destroy All Podcasts. General Five. General Five. Yeah. yeah. Luno. Luno. Yo. Me, I'm three. Please like, share, subscribe. You making clearance tonight. One, a third of it. A third of it. I tried, gentlemen. I tried. I, we've all battled you, correct? We all battled. Yes. We all battled. Yeah. Did everybody battled. Don't I, think I battled Sharp One. I battled Sharp One. Yeah, I, I, did. I think me and Rob actually didn't, but. I don't think we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that, was, that was a time. <laughs> yeah, we're covering it, pal. You better <laughs> we're, we're going into it. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a time. Unearthed. Unearthed. And remember it all, ladies and gentlemen, Sharp One. Yes. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us many moons ago. Well, I, I, want, I want to start here by saying uh, when your group started and proceeded, I thought you guys were like top three groups ever in the city, just so you know, including the two gentlemen sitting on the show. So kudos to you for that. But I don't want to start there. I want okay. to go back. Where, like, when did you fall in love with, with the art uh, of hip hop. Uh wow. <clears throat> uh, it, it was a couple things. Like um, I had an older cousin who um used to hit me to stuff or whatever. Like um, grew up in Evanston, um, St. Ledger. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the with yeah, the man. territory, but I grew or, up in Evanston too. There you go. Yeah. So, so, he stayed on, he stayed on uh, St. Ledger. I, I grew up on Fairfax or whatever. Um, so in terms of Evanston, you know, I was there. Older cousin basically put me on the stuff. Um, and at the time it was weird. Like I was the old soul kid. So like all the stuff that like my um, mom and dad played on the radio was stuff that I liked before like hip hop for real. You know what I mean? So it was just weird. Like my, it was like Phil Collins, like Sade. You know like like all that's like earth wind and fire like literally all the stuff my parents that that was pretty much the music that i liked he was putting me on to that or whatever and it was like i liked it but then it was like you know once you kind of get around the peer group then you get it you know because he was just playing stuff where i didn't really know like how historic it was you know what i'm saying like um so you know fast forward to uh my freshman year and I'm going to Walnut, and uh, dude in ninth grade passed me the Doom album by Mood. Nice. And that's when I realized that that it actually wasn't just the thing in like New York or like all the big cities and stuff like this. You know, like it was actually something yeah. here or whatever. Yeah. Then it was like you discover everything else or whatever. So I was like, I kind of like this. But then I heard Philadelphia Half Life, mm. and I heard Section. And when I heard a section, I was like, I want to do that. And it just kind of, and then it was cannabis and him, and, and, and him or whatever. And that's what made me actually want to start like writing and doing it instead of just being like a casual fan. 
Nice. Nice. So you found yourself at Tomcats. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why do you you say it with such disdain? Well, it's not really disdain. It's just like, uh, it's, it's funny because with that period, I always look back. Uh, I reference a Dave Chappelle quote in my mind. Um, it was either him or Chris Rock, where he was, where they were talking about the idea of like one of the, one of the most painful things that you can ever experience is watching like a comedian grow or whatever. So I just kind of look at it from 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 that vantage point. You know, like you have to, um, you know, everything is like hard until it's easy. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like 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 that period. Like a lot of times for you, you remember how you how you felt, and when what you what what you feel isn't what other people experience. Sometimes it yeah. kind of makes you feel a little bit better. But it was just one of those things to where it was just like it was a very it was necessary because you know it's something I needed to do. But uh, you know, I just I don't know. I mean, it was just uh, I, I just remember just you know like my anxiety was like real crazy at the time. Or whatever, so you know. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. That uh, to I me, mean, that I was kind of the point. Every, 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 everybody. I mean, of course, everybody. But it's just like you want to have a little bit more swag with your anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be honest with you. I think that that anxiety was kind of what created the the community of that time and place. You know what I mean? That we knew, like, man, I could get up there and look stupid. Or I could just not get up there this week and not worry about it. Or yeah. I could get up there and be king of the night. You know what I mean? And to have that in your the pit of your stomach the whole night, and to realize that everybody there did too. I think right. it, I think to me it created a a, a, a community atmosphere. Like, and um, I'll be honest with you, uh, you, Hunter, Tim, all you guys were to me an integral part of that whole time man and I, I don't know if it's wrong to associate you with those guys but I felt like yeah, I mean, you were yeah, I, I think so I mean, shout out to them both yeah, um, yeah and I also too like if Hunter's listening I gotta get I gotta get at him because I forgot to wish him a happy birthday I realized that I'm, I'm late or whatever uh, so I feel really this bad will be out in about four him. weeks <laughs> But, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was just like, um, you know, it was like our cheers. I say that a lot. You know, it's kind of uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah, that, yeah that's just much. a community, you know, like you know, familiar faces. Like we all had a love for it, and it gave us a platform to, you know, to at least create a space where we could have memories and good times. And you know, you think those times and sharpen just, blades and yeah, sharpen yeah, yeah, blades, right? right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Look how many styles it gave birth to. It's Look all, at this. I mean, it's all. It, it was also just time, man. It was part of the ten thousand hours that makes you good right. at what you do, right? Like yeah. that was part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I battled you oh. after my first ever show. Ever. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, because you know, I just like y'all. Y'all were a lot better than I was, or whatever. So just knowing that um, that's the case. I mean, that's a compliments to how dope you were back then because you you know if you wouldn't have said that i wouldn't have believed i would have thought you had my first show that ever that's crazy yeah yeah that's great what what are some of your favorite memories from that moment what from uh battling or just the top the top cats yes um 
like the battles, like crazy enough, like the conversations we used to have before and after the battles at the picnic tables. Yes. Yeah. Like that was always yep. the look. Out back. Yeah. Scared to be holding court fights, back there. <laughs> the the fights. fights afterwards or whatever. Like somebody B- was always B- getting a white in front of the, uh, the firehouse. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? <laughs> like, like Dibs antics. Um, you know, like Vicky at the door. Yeah. Uh, forest, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I mean, just, just a lot. I mean, I, I it's, um, like the the ciphers after the battle uh you know like the dj routines leading up to um uh, i mean it's just a lot i mean you know just i mean just meeting every one of you guys it was crazy i mean just knowing that and, and what was actually crazy was with my job i was actually able to schedule my job around the night <laughs> So, so I used to. So it was like I, I would take that, like the day after. I used to be able to have it on whatever. was like Thursday or whatever, just so I can, you know, what I'm saying, like I didn't have to go to work at that time. I'm so jealous because I worked two jobs at the time and I always had to, my second job was at a convenience store and I always had to close on Wednesday nights. Oh, hilarious. (laughs) So I would close the store at midnight, man. I'd mop, count my drawer down, mop, you know, get get out of there like by in 10 minutes, like. Right. (laughs) In this skirt, right. And hit 71, man. (sighs) 71 to Dana, bro. Mm-hmm. Drinking a through a straw on the way down, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I could get there in time to at least see the battles. That was another reason I didn't get, I didn't battle as much as I could because I was always working, and I got there mm-hmm. either when they were starting or past the sign up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I always remember you guys as being a, like, I don't know, man. Uh, 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 someone I look forward to seeing there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was like, and if if if, if the regulars weren't there for any type of reason, you know, if you weren't inquiring, you just kind of miss them and try to hide how much you miss them until you see them. And you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? You know what I mean? like, yeah. Where they at? Yeah, right. What I miss? <laughs> what what did I miss? What you ain't yeah, telling right. me about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah, random shenanigans. Like, I mean, it's, there was just so much stuff that happened. Um, man. Did you ever battle a scribble? No, no. Yeah, me either. Cipher. I think Winston is the only one. Oh yeah, ciphers, of course. Yeah, Karis one. Man. Oh, you was in like I, I was in a cipher with Jim or whatever. Oh, word. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I was in a cipher with him or whatever, and he wasn't even there at first. But it was just like he kind of like, then it was probably, all right, so when you was in the cypher with KRS, how many people were actually in the cypher? Three. Okay, see. Yeah, so yeah, you you ended up lucky now. Now, I was in, it was probably like a medium size, I would say probably about eight. And then you like, of course, it was like all the ones who weren't really courageous enough. You speaking of mic'd up cypher? Yeah. You said what? <laughs> a mic'd up cypher? No, no, this was just nah, outside. in the crowd. Like, okay, like, outside, these were the ones yeah. outside. So yeah. it was just like, you know, you were having to where it was like a lot of people was kind of playing the back because they wanted to see how everybody's skill was before they jumped in. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, 
Anytime you know, a cipher busts like, out, anytime yeah, a cipher yeah, busts out, kinda, the attention, the attend, the room is like, like there's that middle of the circle, and that's right. like everybody's like carp around that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just yeah, yeah, carp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ready to jump <laughs> that, in there. Ready to the jump in there. <laughs> <laughs> I always <laughs> viewed it like that. Like, Any um, cipher I've been in, I viewed it like that. Yeah, or, or they looking to see like it's already a decent one, so they don't like really need to jump in. And then you know, Jen isn't really a tough. Like Jen is probably like about five four. Like it actually surprised me that he was that short or whatever. So it's just just humble, unassuming, just kind of stepped <laughs> in. And um, I, I don't even want to date myself, but it has to have been before he signed the Rough Riders. Like in terms of how early on, yeah, like, it was like when he was that. still a name with us, but he didn't. He didn't do 106 yet, but it was like right before, you know what I'm saying? So right. He was in there, I mean, and, and killed. So it was one of those things to where you knew, you know, he was destined to be at be that something. point because yeah. he was that nice for real. But yeah, he was probably two people away from him or whatever. Yeah, yeah I got to cipher with, uh, I got to cipher with that, with King's son. That was pretty dope. It was about, was about six of us in there. And I got to hang with him for a little bit, then he disappeared. Word up. Yeah. <laughs> like, like straight up disappeared. Wrote down, wrote down some song ideas and bounced. Boops. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Is that true? He, he stole your song nah. stuff? <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Nah. Nah, nah. I would never say that. I don't nah. think he stole anything. He did. I, 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 nah, I, he, probably, he probably couldn't even remember it. Like we, like back then, back then we we were we were getting super herbed up back then. So I doubt he remembered anything. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I want you to tell your side of the story. I want to know what happened with this group. Well, maybe we should give the audience a back some background information on the group first. Okay, go ahead, Rob. So, like, you were in a group called Raised by Wolves. Correct. Could yeah. you explain how that got started and who were the members and how it, you know, what, you know, what the original thing was and maybe even get into uh, obviously what happened? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just given the fact that I'm here um, by myself is, is, is a little telling. Um, but just given where I'm at in life and how I want to just present it from a historical spec perspective. I want to just give what I believe it was yeah. without any uh, like slander. I'm trying to think. Uh, so I end up meeting um, Travis through Um Travis had a, a studio somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it was. Like it was like Lachlan or like Woodlawn, somewhere like that. Um, and you know, met him. I, like, I didn't really think too much of it. Um, Travis was in the group called um, Artillery 22. That's what it was. I was right. I was trying to yeah. remember it the other yeah, day. Yeah, he was yeah. in the group with um, like his name, the, the guy's I remember name, them playing name Race, Race Bannon. Say again, the guy who Travis was rapping with, his name was Race Bannon. Okay, or whatever. His real name is Antoine, but. Um, so, you know, race banding. So they were like a thing. And, you know, I just kind of kept, you know, seeing them around. Um, like, but once again, CJ was like the gateway or whatever. And then we actually, me and Travis, uh, uh, you know, got 
cool. You know, you just got cool, like just throwing some yeah. stuff or whatever. So we ended up um, like they, Travis pretty much asked me to be a part of the group with the other dude at first or whatever. So we were going to collab on the joint. Um, I don't know, do you ever hear the joint that we did called Cold Steel? We ran yes. over the hill of beat. Yep. That was originally Cold supposed Steel. to be, it was supposed to be me, Travis, and the other dude. Okay. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that was supposed to happen. Um, so basically what happened was uh race dude came to Travis and said he just didn't want to like rap anymore or whatever. So he kind of put it down. And um, you know, Travis kind of came to me and was just like, you know, like you want to actually, you know, do some stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. But, you know, I want to bring CJ in because, you know, he linked us up or whatever. You know, like I've always wanted to, you know, like work with the more because like me and CJ, like I did a song over um, a beat and uh, like Audio Dope or whatever. CJ produced that. So that was like the yeah. first class yeah. or whatever. So I just I just always wanted to work with the more. And I felt like with another person, it would kind of put the battery in my back, so to speak. And once again, it was right because I, I, he linked it. So it was us at first. Um, so, you know, three-man thing. And um, me and CJ fell out um, over, basically, we, we both felt as if we were throwing subliminals at each other on record or whatever. You know how that go. You know what I'm saying? Like, so once again, like, you know, you would have to hear from his perspective to get where he felt like I disrespected him or whatever. But from my vantage point, I felt like I was disrespected as well. I felt like any disrespect that was experienced, I felt disrespected first before he felt like I did anything to disrespect him. Uh, we recorded an album worth of material, but it didn't come out because it was littered with subliminals against me from CJ's part, or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm not, I, like, I can't really stand by this, or whatever. So at this point, afterwards, I was pretty much just gonna do my own thing. I was just gonna, you know, just kind of rap by myself. But I went to uh, Trav and was just like, you know, like this is like you pretty much seen the fallout because he literally saw the fallout. So I was like, I don't want to abandon it just because of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to continue and we continue. And then when it was just us, then I felt like it started picking up more steam mm. or whatever. Um, and then from there, you know, we pretty much put the record out free because we had to scramble to get that material out to make it seem like things were moving without a hitch because you know it was basically right on the cusp of where we were ready to drop the three man project but the way we had to scramble and the way that everything was set up we even had to put it out for free we couldn't even monetize it based upon how we put it together you know what i'm saying because it was some original production but some of it was um you know like just basically like mixtape jacks yeah so we just put it out as like a preview um so that was that you know like we started doing shows and i mean it was just like a really and then um well eric was and i need to kind of put this i forgot to put it but like eric travis knew eric you know dj mr fantastic yeah. or whatever and he was he was the he was our dj like the whole time mm -hmm. 
or whatever. So that was really the format. The format was initially CJ did the production as well as the MCing. Me and Trav just MCed over his beats. And um, Eric, you know, he was our DJ. And then Eric came with us and was DJing. And it became a three-man thing or whatever. And, uh, you know, we were pretty much working on the, uh, the follow-up to the project. And um, in the midst of us working on it, um, Trav pretty much, you know, like him and this girl, like they, like she got pregnant <clears throat> or whatever. So my whole thing was, I, I pretty much went to him and I was just like, you know, you're going to be a father, things are going to change. And, you know, I want you to, things are going to be different and it would be cool for you to bask in that. But with that said, let's try to get this done before your, you know, son is born. Because if we don't, <laughs> it ain't going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just pretty much, for me, it was like a cautionary tale. Um, and I recorded um, my parts to it. Um, I think I finished like, I think a week after his son was born was when I was officially done with all my parts recording or whatever. Um, and then he recorded something like January of that year. And, um, you know, it was just basically nothing um, from that point on. And then, you know, like uh, June of 2019, because I was done pretty much January of 2019, I was done with my part. So we pretty much got probably a little bit more than a full length record full of material that we've been sitting on this whole time. Um, and then six months after I, I was done or whatever, and I didn't hear anything, I, you know, I convert to Islam and, you know, like it hasn't been um, any communications to finish anything. Right on. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much, that's pretty much what, what happened. So. so there's two albums worth of stuff sitting out here. Yeah, yeah. Give or take. Give or take. <laughs> hey. Might be an hour and a half. Might be two and a quarter. You know, might be three. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say, I would say, but like the whole CJ thing, like, I don't really like. We did it as a project, but I kind of don't count it because, of course, that'll. I mean, if it sees the light of day, it will be because for whatever reason, CJ will choose to release it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where that is because I mean we pretty much you know we we don't talk. Oh, he um, has it. Yeah, he yeah he's got it. He's, he did, was on the show. He was on the program. Did you guys? Did you guys discuss this subliminal stuff? Did you hash that out, or was it just like I mean I, I, I know like I, I hear I, what I, I hear. Like I did. Okay. I, I, I mean it was pretty much so, like, and I didn't get a chance to listen to that episode. So I don't really have, I mean, if he gave you a backstory, I'm not privy to it. Nah, he was real tight to the chest with his backstory on it. He would just, yeah, he was real tight. He alluded to certain things. He didn't say a lot. Yeah, he was very respectful and wouldn't wouldn't really go into it, to be honest with you. Well, well, to me, we, (laughs) it's just funny, like, because it happened so long ago. But... I mean, to me, and I even said it to him, like, it literally felt like the cannabis at LL thing. <laughs> like, I was, I was the cannabis of the situation, 
where to oh, him, I, I, I said something that was offensive. I pretty much said that if, if, if you heard it that way, that wasn't my intent or whatever. How could this be reconciled, rectified? And, you know, that we, we agreed at the time that because this was like literally it was almost the same. Like we was like back and forth on the same song. But it was a little bit more scathing than that, at least at least how I was responded to. But you gotta remember, like when we battled at Top Cat, like if you hear that audio, you know, like I mean, you you know, like just without me slandering once again, it's just like you know, CJ can he 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 can be gloves off, but he's the type to where he can you know he'll he'll he can put something about you on a record. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it's one of those things to where, you know, like, or am I supposed to just be, quote unquote, mature enough to just take it and not think anything of it? Or based upon how the barb is thrown, like, would I be within reasonable, you know what I'm saying? Like, like would I actually be within reason to respond? Hey, no offense, but now I gotta hear this record. I wanna hear the record. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I, I mean, it's a leak. I mean, basically, well, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, and I, I prob- we probably, if you said nothing, we, we wouldn't, wouldn't even know. catch it. We wouldn't no, even go. Well, no, I mean, at least, at least for me or whatever, you know, but it was like my verse was, I, I like, I pretty much opened it up and I even told him because out of all the stuff that I've been able to figure out with this rap stuff, like I never figured out how to like not rock or whatever. So it's just like, you know, between, CJ and like Sonny Chiba from like Camp Low. Those were like my two favorite when it came to people like rapping but not rhyming. But not rhyming, yeah. Type yeah. thing. You know what I mean? And that was just just what I respected from the gate. You know, like that was what I actually loved about what he did. So I put because with the verse I was intending to not rhyme, but what I always do is I'll rhyme on accident. <laughs> Whoops! Didn't mean that. Yeah, so I, I, so I basically I opened up the line where I said found the syndic. I, I said found the cynic glitch and rhythm or syndic is broke. But all that meant was when I said the glitch and rhythm, I was intending to not rhyme the verse because I was trying to figure that out. But the way that the beat was, I couldn't pull it off, so I ended up rhyming. But I, you know, I mean, but I kept the. So I mean, Got it. it, it it, 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 it stemmed from me. That was literally it, it stemmed from there or whatever. And then, like, pretty much the gist of what was said, where it was the disrespect in the song, is, and I'm not quoting it for sure, but um, CJ said in the song, he said that um, I appreciate you or I commend you taking a, a, a step up, but you ain't there yet. In terms of in terms of my skill. Y'all did do some damn <laughs> cannabis <laughs> LL. No, no, I mean, but you, but, but, but I'm just, I mean, I'm, you, you, you're, you're getting at me. Did it's you tattoo a microphone on your arm? Because <laughs> 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 I was just, no, I'm just, I'm just listening to him. I'm just like, wow, like, you know, I mean, just, just, I mean, like, the, the hear it. And then even on, so then, you know, on, um, on the on the album, you know, like I actually, you know, like reference, you know, like I there's a song. Like, have you you you've heard the uh, record that me and Trap put out, right? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, on the song "Don't Cross the Line," which I ended yes. up um, 
like I actually have to rewrite like the second half of the verse to address the beat or whatever because it was actually another verse and then I changed it or whatever to get off my feelings of um just how I felt about the whole thing you know so you know I just said you know like um said something to the effect of like what can't be said right to my face I heard it from a speaker won't f my other cheek up if I could sum the beef up or whatever Mm. and I'll let you hear (laughs) I'll let you hear what I say Mm. at the end to summarize to summarize how it, it felt so you know, it, it was just like I mean, we. I, I mean, to me, it was like we pretty much. I had like a huge blow up where I just pretty much you know go off, and it was it was done. Um, you know, there was a show that was had, and I left something at his door, and then when I got back to my house, I got an email of another song that was supposed to be the last song of the record, which was another diss to me, and he was just like, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with the group." I mean, for me. I mean, I pretty much ignored a couple of things. I mean, it was just, I felt like there were things that he was sprinkling sprinkle in here and there to just um, to kind of get like that rise out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, y'all had it though. Sharp, y'all had it. Y'all I mean, had something. But it, it wasn't, but it, it wasn't. Could you, I mean, like, could if, you if perform you, that? If, you put, if I was dissing you on, on every song? Subliminally, years later, <laughs> could you perform it? I mean, oh, I was asking you, Winston. I'm sorry. Yeah, I could. <laughs> it's a record. The show must go on. Well, it's just, it's what Are we getting paid? Yeah, let's go do it. Well, well, but what's crazy now is like you know, the music is, is very much a dilemma for me. You know, on account of the religion. I want to get into that here. You know, yeah. So it's it's kind of like a um. I don't want to say 50-50, but I mean, like, you know, like a lot of scholars in the religion, and you know, they consider music to be haram. Haram. You know, every, right, right, for, for forbidden. But, you know, you have other people who, you know, say that there's evidence, you know, contrary to that. And, you know, like a lot of the illest MCs are Muslim, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, so it's one of those things where it's up there, like, you know, I still... I still write and I have to fight it, but it's just weird because it's just like whenever I do do something creative, like I do look at it from the standpoint of, you know, like this can actually set me back, you know. Yeah, but I, I, you know what? That brings me to a moment where I just had to segue into this, where I'm going to split your brain right here because we have a segment on the show that we call What Aged Better. Brought to you by Javier. We're getting better. He's getting better. Just go with it. Just go with it, y'all. Fuego. Javier Fuego. So, so, so for you, Sharp, we're going back to the year What Age Better, 1997. I'm just going to hit you in the face. What age better, Jay-Z, in my lifetime, volume one, with Who You With, I Know What Girls Like, versus Buster Rhymes, When Disaster Strikes, Put Your Hands in the Air, Dangerous, What Age Better? Mm -hmm. Oh, man, that's, wow, that's... (laughs) It seems like it should be easier than it is, but it's not. Um, 
Yeah, because like I understand like why people kind of dissed Volume One, but you know it was some really good stuff on there. Yeah. But when disaster strikes, that's some really good stuff on there. Um, I actually, I don't want to say that it was worse than the coming because I don't think that it was, but just the way Dilla showed out on that album, you know what I mean? Um, right. The, the, okay, the, this, this is. I'll answer the question this way. I feel like Buster Rhymes' album aged better, but I would be more likely to play Volume One because of the the fan of rap I am. It appeals to my lyric side. But if I had to give an album, you know, like a higher grade in terms of creativity, in terms of how forward thinking it was. And you know how Busta Rhymes is. I would give it to When Disaster Strikes, but I would probably play Volume One over When Disaster okay. Strikes. All right. That's a good, good answer. That's, but, a, but that's when, probably but one when, of the best answers. To answer yeah. the question directly, When Disaster Strikes age better because okay. it's not. It's, he he is Busta Rhymes, so he didn't fall into like you know I'm trying to get pop lane. Yeah. He just did yeah. him. Or exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, what, like that's, that's why it's get my it gets my vote as well. Yeah, it, it, it gets my vote for the question, but I would play volume one over that because I learned more from Jay than I did from Buster. Okay, I, I have to go with Buster myself, and Rob will with Buster. Let's say you three. Yeah, you know, like that was where my early style came from. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's a sweep. Wow, Jay got sweep swept. All right, here we sweep. go. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So-called supergroup versus supergroup. Let's do this. Here, the firm, Nas, Az, Foxy, and Nature. Production by Dr. Dre. Production by Dr. Dre. Phone tap. Five minutes to flush. Desperado with cannabis. Versus Grave Diggers. Pick the sickle and the shovel. Stop. Unexplained. Fairy tales. Come on. The night the earth cry. Easy. Yes. What aged better? Easy. Go Easy. ahead. Go ahead. It's it's obviously grave diggers. Easily. Easily. <laughs> Sharp what say you? I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna lose some cool points here. Or some um some hip hop credibility instead of the cool points. I think cool points is corny and that's also showing my age when saying that. <laughs> uh, but like I, I, I never heard that album like in totality. Um, I will say, um, fair enough. But but the reason why I have to actually give it to the firm over that, regardless, is because engineer wise, Dre did he he actually showed out on that album. Like a lot of people kind of. And it depends on like the way you like music. Cause some people actually feel like it was over-engineered. Or that was a very sonically well put out. But I mean, it was like like with Dre, like to actually argue that that was like one of his most cinematic displays, at least the stuff that he did. Phone tap? Like yeah, the the yeah the production and the mixing is is like yeah none other. The, the Firm family, I actually think that like Dre's verse on that is probably one of the best verses he ever did. Like he did like the, like when I lounge in the uh, jacuzzi, 
Skyrim. Who, who, who you think wrote it? Who you think wrote it? Of course. Or not? I mean, you know, I don't. I don't. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's funny. I don't know who wrote that. I mean, I know he did it, but I was actually, I've been actually wondering or whatever because I don't think nature wrote it because he wasn't using nature rhyme scheme. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. But I don't know if AZ wrote it either. It had to be like, I'm up there thinking probably like Bellman or somebody like that. <laughs> I mean, he was, he, like, he, he was on me. He had so many ghostwriters or whatever, but I, I don't. Not, not to be. To the way that is, like, I don't think that, I don't even think Nas wrote it. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, where we at? Firm or Grape Digger says we got Sharp Say Firm. Yeah. I, I'm torn, man. Because I, I, man, I, come on. I love Phone Tap. And I love Desperados. Do, 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 do. You got to understand this. Well, I actually wrote a song. I, I wrote a song about Nas by saying he was the best ever. Yeah. For, uh, I mean, and it's Nas. For, for MC Till's project or whatever. I don't know if y'all heard Till. that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he did like a tribute. So I picked Nas. Uh, and this was like literally in, like right in the midst of... I think I did that. Like he either just dropped King's Disease 2 or it was right there. So it was in the middle of this resurgence, so I kind of felt good about it. Yeah, so, yeah. I haven't finished. Right. I'm torn. It's a, I'm torn. I, I like them both because I can listen to Unexplained and Fairy Tales hey, all day. Call, call a draw, bro. Call cool. that one a draw. All right. <clears throat> Shall we go Legends here? Because they both came out this year. So Karis One, I got next Ooh. with Step Into a World. Yes, and a friend. A friend, yes. Versus and MC, DMC, yes. Versus Rakim, the eighteenth letter. Remember that? Oh, Guess that's back. New York, you out there? What? They should have did that Love versus. One. They should have had that versus in a small room. Yeah, that would have been dope. Ooh, that's ooh, that. This, this is probably like the toughest one. <laughs> this one's difficult. Oh, it gets, this it gets one's worse. very difficult. Uh, it gets worse. Because uh, you know, like the, that the, primo, that primo. Yeah. Well, that. But didn't uh, Rakim have some like Swap House production on there too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He had. I think he was testing everybody because this was the double CD, certified gold, gold album. Yeah. And they were like, um, and it was crazy because I feel like both records were, it wasn't them doing pop per se, but they were trying to be more popular. Yeah. Like Step within, into a like, world. Yeah, yeah, but it, it wasn't like, like it wasn't like they were going for like, like mainstream radio, so to speak, but they just wanted to be like, I guess like the Rap City Basement or just like that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was trying yeah. to basically expand into that and just be like, you know, like we're we're the quote unquote pioneers, but we're also like we're doing like we keep the trends current, yeah. The current yeah, 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 I could do this at that time, but it, it, it wasn't forty, and that's when actually like that type of music, like labels, actually invested a little bit of money <laughs> like yeah. into it. So it was like Very video true. with raw. And you know, KRS, it was almost like a B Boy single, you yeah. know, like that's the um, the joint on there, like you know, I'm like number one, two, three, four, and five. Mm -hmm. Fire, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 
For me, I got Rakim on this one. It just aged better to me because I, I I can listen to like almost everything on there. And Karis one, he's got a few um, beautiful but deadlies on that one for me. Come Sorry. on now, name them. Sorry, name the beautiful but deadly. I I have to pull it up to name it. For you. <laughs> but I'm telling I, I you, for to, me, I have to go with Rock Campbell because I always thought Rock Campbell was the better rapper. Um, so, the teacher, I'm I'm going with Karis one. Well, well I, you're not wrong. I, you're not I, wrong. I guess I can't, and I don't want to sell them short because I do think that um, like they both, like when they both came out with certain uh, record campaigns, I think they had the feel of being like the the most advanced or whatever. Like I know, um, man, you oh, know KRS One was like Rockem's coming out this year. F- you know Rockem was like KRS One's coming out this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why they're I mean, both. But they, but they, they had, they both had the gloves to where it was up there. Like this is like the apex of seen. It was there. It was there. Yeah, it was their yeah. glide moment on the jet stream for sure. Yeah, or, or it's just like whenever, like, like there's always a bar that we don't necessarily know the level of the bar at the time until somebody kind of raises. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they both. Oh, I didn't know you could do careers. that. <laughs> Say what? I didn't know you could do that. Oh, they was racing the bar. Look, no, 97 is an incredible year. Yeah, I mean, you know, all the time. It was oh, just, my God. Like, yeah. Talk about, like, like the <laughs> and, like, when, when they came out, it was just like when you, when you heard a debut, just that feeling like, oh, I didn't even know that MCN can happen at this level. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it was just like both KRS and Rock Kim did that with certain, you know, like campaigns or like certain periods of time or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, yeah. um, and I'm sure I, I can't think of, I think was it the, uh, the, the Boom Bap album KRS did? Yeah. yeah. I think it was like, like when, when that Black record Cop. came out and like just like, like the level he was on, Black that was Cop, one of the. Sorry, yeah. sorry. No, this, no, it was just one of the periods where, like, that bar, whatever excellence was, like, he he, he upped it. It was up there, like, like no MC could happen. This is the level that it's happening on as the norm. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. there's a slightly higher level. If you can't do this, stop. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they, you know, they, both, they both done that at different, at different eras. Yeah, for sure. They didn't intersect. I don't feel like they intersect. Okay. Right, well, I, th- I think I think something we we've all one. learned here is everyone should listen to both of those albums if you yeah. have. Yeah. All right. So we're, 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 we're experiencing. I'm broad. I'm, I'm I'm with you, Ed. I'm I'm broad. I'm broad. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to poke at three here because there's an album that came out this Let's year. Let's go. Uh, Do it. Uh, Do it. <laughs> We're now when it came out this year. Do shit. it! So, and and I'm going to make it so hard on you. I promise. Oh, my God. This one, this one is, ladies and gentlemen, a three special. <laughs> three. Through. Go for it. The Dirty 30. <laughs> Just in case. Pronto. So garbage. Versus. <laughs> How you have 30 songs and have two good ones? Hey, hey. 
versus <laughs> because but he has high regard for this group that's why now they about to go against a monster we about to keep it because they're not local but we know them. mood doom what do you mean they're not uh, yeah, yeah okay i got you look uh, you know versus oh, mood doom you know where Karma. i have to go i'm Headless friends with those people look the crew 3030 was like uh, uh, lower than mid. <laughs> Room temp, <laughs> right? Yeah, Very much so. Where, uh, like, was that was uh, just another case? The slick rig joint on there? Yeah, yes, they had just another they had, case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was there. crazy because that was like really all I remember from that. <laughs> they, they had a exactly. song called "Bubbling." Yeah. They had a they had a song I mean, called. I mean, no, 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 this. I mean, but you know, I'm just. It's not that, that was the song that I played. I played that most. So. For this it's, one, it's mood. It's, it's a clean sweep. Yeah. So listen, they had a legendary mood. rapper on there and could not bring mood. the album up past that one song. Mood Doom. If I didn't even That's know those guys, and I wasn't from Cincinnati, it's fire. Is maybe one of the best albums that came out. If if it was 1997, it was maybe one of the best hip hop albums that came out in '97. Yeah, you're saying it. you're saying a lot with that. I don't care. I'll yeah, stand no, by it, bro. No, oh, yeah, no, yeah. no hometown bias. Karma. The hometown bias. None of that. Just like what it pioneered. It was funny as um the sound, the flows, the rhymes, yeah. the content. It's yeah, a it's classic album. I've said this, and I don't know. This is just the theory. And I didn't like them dudes, man. I was a hater, man. We was battling back in the day. <laughs> but no, I just thought it was dope. But I, well, I, I never met May, bro. But I met, you know, just meeting Dante and Johnson. I thought that was ill. But my theory is, like, the whole multi, like, the, the um, two or three syllable, like, rhyme scheme or whatever. I feel like they pioneered this. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, like, I, I, I say it all the time or whatever. It's just like if I have the opportunity to go out and get in hip hop conversations with people from other, you know, cities, you know, like, um, like I was going to Chicago like once a year for probably about the past three, four years. And, um, you know, meeting with cats there and having to basically rep the Cincinnati flag, you know, and I would stand on that. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's funny because one of the, um, and I guess I'll probably have to let you guys hear this off off air. Sure. But uh, one of the uh, songs on the Raised by the new album is actually my homage to uh, Main Flow. Word. Word. Yeah, I, 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 did, I did like a scheme or whatever where I was rapping. Um, it was basically like two syllables or whatever. And I carried out this, basically the same scheme for like, dang, I think it was like, 36 bars. I had to stay mental when DEA uh, stopped my gray rental. Yeah, yeah. My girl, my girl home watching Jay Leno. Yeah, that. (laughs) So it was one of those where it was just like, like when I did it, like, I just would hope like if they would have heard it, that it was just kind of me being like, you know, this is, this is what inspired me. And I'm not biting, but I'm just letting you know, you know what I'm saying? Like the Cincinnati, the, the DNA continues. There's like a song like one song in particular where I was up there like main flow heard this, he'd probably be like, you know what I mean? That's what's up. Real talk, <laughs> you you could have put Doom up against volume one and I would have chose Doom. 
Yeah. yeah. Hey, that that real was, talk. That's so a listeners, I yeah. ain't even saying it because I'm from Cincinnati. I'm saying it because you need to listen to. I, I know. Dude, I know. I know. I could have put that album on iTunes. I could have put that album up against Spotify. Anything, and it would have. There's some heat. To me, yeah, I mean, seven, bro. There, there's maybe a couple that would have knocked it out, but that would have went up against anything. All right, so here we go. We got one, two, three left. Three left. Three left. There was a lot that came out. So, and 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 three's gonna get on me because I didn't get everybody, but I only have so many. There are a couple standouts you got. Okay. So here we go. This is your test. We're we're, we're gonna go underground here. <clears throat> From where we were at this time, listening to this music, we were all in this moment. Fun Crusher Plus, Company mm. Flow. Yeah. Mm. Eight Steps to Perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus mm-hmm. Overcast, Atmosphere, Scapegoat, 1597. That's when he had a partner. What aged better? Hmm. I'll have to listen to him again to get a sense of really. Company flow. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna have to go with company flow. I, I, I would say that too because I mean, it was just the blueprint for Hannibal you know, Ox. Yep. Man, come say like like really like even run the jewel like all basically. Yes. Uh, Death jokes. Yeah, everything just I mean, that was, I mean, like, like that was it. Like, but once again, that's another, that's another example of like an album, and I would even say like frequency, really frequency. Yeah, we didn't even. This up to I even consider hip hop to be to, to take on this shape. You know what I'm saying? Like, true. It, it, it was, it was yes. kind of where it was just like atmosphere. And it's not it's not even this because I'm not minimizing it in any way, but it was yeah. it, it's like like we were that was a brand of hip hop we were familiar with, but it just did that brand like really well. Yeah. But it was like with the yeah. flow thing, it was just like, like I was like, what is this? Like I've never yeah, heard there, yeah, some company flow stuff had you especially in ninety seven when that came out, you were like yeah. Oh, you can do that? Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 because this production is crazy. Do you think, yeah. and again, I, sorry, this is derailing the conversation with General Five. Um, <laughs> do you think that there's any more of, I didn't know you could do that, left? Yes. With hip-hop music? I think so. Well, yeah, it's funny because I, I dip in and out because of my whole, you know, like I said, religious thing. But ironically, yeah, do we want to focus when, on that after this? No, no, it's, it's, it's all good. And it's funny because I'm actually, uh, I've, I've actually, my, my prayer time came in a little bit ago. The last oh. prayer of the night. However, the beauty of, of this time is, um, you know, as long as I get it before I go to sleep, I'm, I'm good. But I, I prolong it a little bit. Well, we, but, we uh, appreciate that, man. Oh, no, 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 no. But I appreciate you guys because the 930 slot, I was able to get my 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 one prayer in, which is most important because it follows like the you know the trajectory of the sun the most. So right. that was really kind of got to catch it at its time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, but yeah, I don't. I didn't know I could do that. Like Lupe is still doing it for me. Like yeah, he put out. Um, what's that new single he put out? Like the Rockefeller, y'all. 
Have you heard that? Nah, oh, I have oh, no, but Three's not a fan. <laughs> oh, we, we have someone who's not a Lupe fan? Look, I think he rhymes over people's heads on purpose. I think he rhymes over people's heads on purpose. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. So it just it kind of makes him a niche musician. <laughs> I mean, but see, like, like, all right. You go from I, a Kanye I, I, I single like this. to this, like, look very artsy, like, craft brewery. <laughs> do you yeah, taste micro stuff? brew rap? <laughs> you, yeah, you, do, do you understand the hops? Do you get that hint of tangerine? No. <laughs> Well, yeah, let, me, uh, let, let me let me let me let me introduce this this to you. Then if you if you have that complaint about Lupe, like like why you like Ghostface? He straddles the line. Ghost straddles the line. He'll give so, you he'll give you intricacies, but he's hopping back and forth from where he came from to new realms. He does it all the time, consistently. This guy started off in a Kanye video. We met him with Kanye. Rapping very was fire. Was fire. And then now he's talking about. I don't want to. I don't want to discount it. He's talking elevated for the sake of being elevated. I think I've said that. Before. No, I, 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 I do. I, I get where you're coming from, and I think you can make the case for this. Um. And, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna necessarily negate it, but I do think that it's, it's not gibberish. It is him trying to really push, you know, the like the, the odd time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because some of that stuff, like um, I was listening to, um, I can't remember. It's like, uh, like they have a, a a page on Instagram where it's like this uh, page where they break down like like rappers' bars or whatever. Um, it's not the one where they show the rhyme scheme, but it's um dissect podcast. That's what it right. is. You hit the dissect podcast at all? Where it's like they'll basically take like a couple lines that like the rappers do and be like, this is why this line is so crazy. So with Lupe stuff, like this dude broke it down in a way so it was like I didn't even I did not catch that at all. Like, you know, like he's like going some like quintuple entendre stuff. And you know, sometimes it's like if, if you can if you can flex it like that, you know, flex it. But look for the casual casual listener. It's a left turn. I'm swerving off his expressway. <laughs> yes, yeah. I That's get it. it. That's it. Sometimes, like sometimes, people like especially people like us. I like bars, but like I can't have that on my call room. I'm gonna do these last two real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Uptown Lightning Saturday. round. Uptown Saturday night. Camp Low. Lucini. Yeah. I ain't gotta say nothing else past Lucini. I'm sorry. I say nah, whatever you gonna say, Camp Low. Yeah, like, you, probably you know. <laughs> Whatever you're gonna say, like Camp Low. Should have put okay. Camp Low versus Mood. We would no, have had a discussion. No, no, no. no. I mean, you have a. I mean, Here we go. Here Sunny Seba for me is just. I get it. The brother told me, he's like, but, I don't ever rhyme anything. He told me. Yes, he said that. <laughs> I don't ever rhyme nothing. Listen to it. Nothing rhymes. I'm like, I listen to it like, damn, he's for real. He's right. 
<laughs> so, versus common. One day in a long Don't makes sense. Camp Law. Camp Law. With the Stolen Moments trilogies. Black yeah, Thoughts. I mean, I'm, just, I'm going from the standpoint of innovation. Because, I mean, both of those are like the, the Camp Law. That album, yeah. that common album was very special. But that Camp Law, that, that Uptown. Hey, that is, that, that's the <laughs> My favorite freestyle beat. Yes. All right. So we got we got that. We I, I was gonna go camp low too. So we got to up sweep there. All right. Here's the last one. Here's the last one. <laughs> Wu Tang Forever on Triumph verse with Reunited Forever. You know, Black Shampoo, all that dog shit. Dog shit versus. <laughs> so we're going to go double CD versus double CD here, too. Uh, versus Life After Death. It's Life After Death. <sighs> Ten Crack Commandments. Story to Tell. Notorious Thugs. C- certified Diamond. Certified Diamond. I, I have to say uh, it's Life After Death. By a long shot. Even though I would probably listen to Wu Tang forever. If there ever was a magnum <laughs> opus by an artist with a limited catalog, it's Life After Death. He did everything on this thing. Yeah, he did commercial. I mean, he had 112 on that thing. I mean, he, he, he story I feel to like, tell. I feel like I like the first disc better than the second disc. I do too. I'm not gonna lie. I so at, at, at any rate, first disc better than both Wu Tang discs. So say <laughs> second Wu Tang disc better than second Biggie disc, though. I'm gonna say. Really, two double disc CD to get out of his contract got killed. Nah. <laughs> so it looks, I, I went life after death with the commission on deck. Got killed. Life after death. Uh, what you say, Shark? This is it, it's tough because I don't agree with the landslide thing. I really don't. It's, uh, it, it's, it's funny because they were both movements in their own right. Right. Wow. Yeah. But but oh, this is this is tough. But I, I, I'll say life after death too. I mean, I, 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 will, I will say that also. If we're being honest, there were some forgettable verses on Wu Tang Forever. By all of them, I don't. I couldn't quote you a a, a Method Man verse after um, Reunited. Yeah, you know, I go through the production now. Is the production on the Wu Tang record better than what happened on Life After Death? No, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, RZA was trying to do something different, but here, here's the thing: RZA I was have- on Life After Death. Though. I have a specific. <laughs> I have a very. A, he had a production. Yeah, a song. Yeah, he had a song. I have a connection with the Wu Tang Forever album. Like that's one of my. That's one of my heart albums. You know what I mean? Just because of the time it came out, the circumstances that I I got the album. Wu Tang motherfuckers. Um, but from an age better perspective, it's definitely Life After Death. Yeah, I think 100%. All right. And that concludes another exciting episode of What Age Better. 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 Yeah.
the sharp one. Tell, tell us briefly, because uh, about converting, what what brought it on? Um. All right. So in um, February 2019, um, I went to Egypt. Um, yeah, like saw the pyramids, went inside the pyramids, all that. And um, I went into like a mosque for the first time. It's uh, like the Muhammad Ali Mosque in Cairo. First time I was ever in a uh, mosque. And um, I really didn't think too much of it at the time. I just was kind of like, I was just kind of looking around, just going like, okay, I kind of, I get why it's peaceful. But Islam was one of those things to where like, I didn't know what I knew about it at the time prior. And what I, I mean, of course, you just know that you don't really know anything or a lot about it. Um, so I went there in 29, like February, 2019, um, around April, May, somewhere in there. And like, for whatever reason, like probably like a month or so after I just start asking questions about the religion randomly, like, um, you know, I just, just kind of asking questions. It was like uh, running into people who I didn't know were Muslims, who I just knew, like, you know, like as acquaintances or whatever and knew him and um i had a co-worker who came to me and she was like uh and i actually completely forgot about it but we were supposed to do ramadan as like a challenge mm. or whatever just like the fasting aspect the fasting of part of it yeah 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 and so you know she was like um like yeah we you know we're supposed to do ramadan this, like last year you want to do it this year why not like i fasted before. you know so i don't really i didn't really think too much of it so, you know, I'm just doing it from like the, the, the fasting component. And for the first couple of days, I didn't really research it or look into it. And Ramadan around this time, I mean, like the window where you weren't eating food, I think was like maybe 14, 15 hours based upon when you start versus when you finish. And I'm up there in the spot just going like, I'm not gonna just sit here and like not eat or whatever. Like I have to actually learn more about the religion. So I end up going to Joseph Beth Booksellers over a high part and I got an English translation of the Quran, uh, and um, I start reading it and I couldn't put it down or whatever so basically like every night when I came home from work or whatever I was in the crib waiting to break my fast I was reading the translation and I read the whole thing through this time and then it was just like well you know let me uh, I guess I'll just learn how to pray so I pulled up YouTube on my phone saw the prayers i would prop the phone up on my ironing board and follow along with the prayers and this at the time was just it was just to get me in the just to learn the religion like at this point i mean i guess i was kind of fooled but i don't know if i was like convinced you were trying to understand and yeah i was yeah i was to where i was yeah i was trying to understand or whatever so then i ended up going to the uh to the mosque or whatever like clifton I went there and then as I was walking there was a guy who I still, you know, I know to this day, an older guy. I'm you got to park a long way and walk. And then the guy comes up to me, he's up there like it seems like you're walking to see your destiny or whatever. And I just kind of look at him like, wow, okay. <laughs> I'm not really thinking too much of it. And then he's up there telling me, you know, you gotta actually prepare yourself for prayer, you know, like make voodoo and all this stuff. And the same guy, he's up there like, just, just do what they do, you know, just watch what they doing and then, you know, like do it 
or whatever. And I'm just getting like, just interested in like pulled into it. And you know, I just, when you read it, you know, it just talks about how it's, it's just the guidance. And it was just, um, when you read it, you can read it at a certain spot and it'll be like a lot of talking to you. And I was experiencing that before other Muslims were, were telling me that that's what the Quran does. So, um, Ramadan's like over and uh, like Abdullah who was doing elements or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like one of my good friends like now, I mean, he was then, but like we got way closer. He invited me to an event. Um, and then that's where I took my shot. So I became Muslim officially then. And it's just kind of been, it's just been known ever since. So it, it's, it was four years, um, June 29th of this year. That's my fourth year. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome, so it's, man. It, so, like, like an outsider could look at that and be like, "Oh, you just stumbled on it." But the you, you felt you like called. like there was some kind of calling to it. Oh or no, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah, guidance, I mean, like a nudge here, a nudge yeah. there, 100%. and then it revealed it itself to you. It, it wasn't something. I wasn't something I was looking for. I, I mean, especially especially after I found it. I mean, like I just. I was in a relationship and like I got out of that, like that ended bad. So, you know, basically after that relationship, I morality was the last thing I was, was thinking about. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like, yeah. I want to be out here like in these streets and I want to, you know, like, like basically I didn't want to ascribe to any type of religion, you know? Uh, so, but yeah, it was, I, it was, it was a guidance. Like, I mean, it was where, when I recognized what it was and I had to make a choice based upon what was revealed, to me, it was just like, you know, do you accept this truth or do you, you know, once you discover it, denounce it because it doesn't fit what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, That's you just deep. embrace the higher truth. Yeah, I was, it was, it, I was guided to, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it was. That's was beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah. How has that impacted your artistic endeavors, especially rap? Yeah, I mean, just a lot from the standpoint. I mean, you got to understand, like, with this album that that we've been sitting on, and this song was my idea at the time. Like I said, this was like before you know I you know converted, obviously. But I did a song called Stripper Ant. Like we did a song called Stripper Ant. That was my idea that I pinned, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I actually did like another song that I can't really talk about because I would have to ask if it's okay to disclose that it's happening. Sure, that we but it's just being, um, just, just being mindful of uh, like the material mm -hmm. and even like the times where I felt like I haven't really been within the confines of what's religiously acceptable. Like, you know, like, um, you know, repenting to a lot and trying to, um, you know, like the tone for it. You know what I'm saying? Like it just yeah. makes it because well, seriously, I mean, it's like you know, I still got it. It's like you know, lyrics still come to my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that 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 never goes away. So it's just like you know, I still got stuff in the notes. Like if I'm asked to collab, you know, like I I can put pen to paper and still do that. But, you know, so someone who's uh, an MC that's unapologetically unapologetically however you say that Muslim is brother Ali I know you guys performed with him at U Uban probably maybe other elsewhere but like 
but this and this is before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but, this was like way before. Like I didn't know anything about Islam. But to me, he doesn't put it out there as like, oh, he he's just he just puts it out there like this is my truth, and like yeah, yeah. he seems to show like a reverence for the listener, even even yeah. to the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um. I, I Less, think that he, he's a lot better at it than I am. I mean, in terms of um, like, but I, I think that it a lot of that comes from just like how long he's been he's been Muslim as well. True. Because I just feel like um, like the more you're in it, the more it becomes like your identity, and not I in a way to where it's not really like it's it's not him doing it because it's like this is how I have to carry being a Muslim and this is the stereo the stereotypical profile. It's just like the deeper you get into it and the more that it resonates and it, it changes you, like that changes. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like it is it's it's just meant to beautify just, you know, like everyday life. I mean, I, I can't really explain it any more than that. But that's that's perfect. Yeah, yeah he, no, he, that's perfect. He he's he's really good about just being like, you know, I'm still creative and I still do the music thing. And I mean, I'm pretty sure that, you know, he, he knows it's the same dilemma, but, you know, it's just like if this is something that we'll deal with on the day of judgment, you know what I'm saying? Like, Word. A lot, he, he, he forgives all sins and, you know, if you go into it knowing that your intent is what it is, then it's just, you know, personally, just as a Muslim, you just make that decision and it's a day to day decision, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do have one one thing I need to bring up, but I need three's help right quick. What's going What's on going with on Luno? With Luno? <laughs> oh, brought to you by Javier. You had it for a minute. It's almost better that it doesn't. He doesn't get it. <laughs> my throat. Way go. Javier Fuego. All right, so this this week I went to I went to the Ohio State Fair, or shall I say, the Ohio State Midpoint of Food Fair. Now that now I, I, y'all know midpoint mid <laughs> mid very it's a bunch mid. of bunch of funnel cakes and mid very mid. <laughs> Very, very, very mid. So I, I get people like to go and eat these fried delicacies, like fried Twinkies, fried Oreos, fried this, fried that. Fried. But after a while, it all starts tasting like grease. <laughs> when is there enough? Why do you have to fry everything? Like there's stuff that I saw like, ah. Anyway, I will say I had a little donuts, then we're fired. I had the Dole Whip, which is dairy-free. Fire. A turkey leg is $18, folks. <laughs> Did you get you an $18 turkey leg? Hell no. I just looked at them. They can sit there for $18. Nope. We're trying that. Hey, hey, you know what's crazy? Like that, that is a hustle in and of itself because all they do You can get two for like six dollars at the Kroger, bro. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the first time I ever seen one of them joints like that was like like uh we took a family vacation in like Disney World. And they were selling them joints there. 
And I thought that was like the most fire turkey that like I ever had. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can taste like, the moment. It was a mess. Yeah. And they were upcharging just like at the fair. I don't think it was eighteen dollars, but it was like you know, like seven fifty. Like, no, like, like back in the days when I was like probably like twelve or thirteen when I went and something like that. Like they were selling pop, like twelve ounce cans of pop for like four dollars. Yeah, and this is back. This is like back then. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I can't even imagine adjusted for inflation. Oh. Like, like, like what it is now. Oh, and like what Rob said, when I saw the same turkey joint at Kroger, when I was an adult, I, I bought it in the dog. Oh. I was secretly pissed because I thought that this was just some, some specialty. It's a magic toy. Yeah, a turkey leg at Kroger gave Sharp one an existential fucking. Was pissed. I was just like, oh, they just. I'm up they playing they games like with my cash. Like whatever, because they they had like it was like a whole Renaissance thing or whatever. Like they was dressed up like at like Oktoberfest. Or they had the whole costume and stuff at the little big medieval turn like they were selling it like this like this medieval like turkey wing thing we hunted these turkeys this morning dragon wing we've acquired turkey from the so so look I had I had the shores of Wales you know I had some fried pickles mid yeah I had some my my cousin had the fried green tomatoes. Didn't finish them. Mid. Um, I had the lemonade that is supposed to be super popular. Extra mid. Oh, extra? Why was it not extra? good? What was because wrong with it? It, it, it just was crystal like, light. They just they just <laughs> put some, some lemons and some water. I mean, it wasn't even sweet. It was just blah. All right, then this whole segment is. Wah, wah, I had, wah, wah. <laughs> had I had a cheese coney from Tracy's. Okay, you know, I'm, we're from Cincinnati. We expect certain cheese conies. I'm not going to say this was me because it was actually good. Their chili was different. It was different. Yeah, it was different. good. But I, I will give it to And that hot dog they used was all beef, but it was fantastic. Holy crap. Wow. It was great. <laughs> right, that was good. They they had this pizza. Like, we'll make you a personal pan pizza. You can wait for it. You waited for mid. Because <laughs> that sauce was awful. <laughs> the corn dogs. There's corn dogs supposed to be crunchy. It was like chewy and mid. Um, so no good there. The root beer, fantastic. The cotton candy was excellent. And I don't really like cotton candy, but I, I here's here's how to get you at the fair. All right, they had this thing. It's huge. It's called the Monster Cotton Candy. It's got levels to it. Bang! All these colors. Boom! It's fifteen dollars. You go wow. six. You go a half. About a half quarter mile up, half mile up <laughs> from walking, they have the same bag. It's eight dollars. Uh, I love it. <laughs> it's it an just charge if you got diabetes and not willing it, to walk. It, that it doesn't. It doesn't say. It just doesn't say monster on. It. Boom. That's the only difference. And I, you know, pay for brandy. Right. So you pay for brandy, but overall. What I did over the weekend, I invested in two more Siamese cats. I have I have two Siamese cats. The wife wanted them. I'm not going to argue. 
get what you get what you want girl your, your cat died you know so we will replace him with two i made this agreement years ago and we have them and now their names are smoky and smudge uh. they are siamese they are the total opposite personalities one is very outgoing one is very laid back or like doesn't want to be bothered this little thing peed on me twice. Nope. <laughs> but today they came out of their shell. They were walking around trying to be friendly and like, hey, maybe we will live here. Maybe we want to stay. I really think the brother that's outgoing smacked up the other one. Like, look, you're going to get sent back, bro. Do you really want to go back <laughs> to shit? food with 10 other brothers and sisters do you really want to do that so chill out so today they seem better and we'll see what's happening but that is another episode of what's going on with luno nice sharp where where can we find your music um, and I, you know what, like, speaking of which, that's kind of a sensitive subject for, for you, uh, Liz in particular, because, uh, I sent you a link to the SoundCloud stuff. I listen. And, and, and I have, I have SoundCloud Pro. So, I'm, I'm, I'm hip as to who's listening to what in terms of, like, plays and whatnot, and, and you ain't listening to my demo. <laughs> oh, I didn't get the link. I didn't get the oh, link. I listened. I had it on my Pass it on. <laughs> you ain't listen to my demo. Like I, I, I put it for you twice. <laughs> I gave you like Please songs listen to, to listen to my demo. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're right here. It's this song. Hey, no, okay, look, okay. Look, so I actually have a store. Like I have a funny story. So you can find me on uh, SoundCloud on uh, basically Sharp Period One uh, O N E. Or whatever, but funny story, similar. Elzai didn't listen to my demo either. Or so yeah, I, I'm like Elzai. I, I met I met Elzai when he performed. It was like Rhapsody uh, performed at Columbus at Scully, and um, I ended up meeting Elzai. Um, he is basically at the merch table. And I get it. I was I, I knew I was kind of like rolling the dice and taking the risk on even going up. Cause you know, as an MC, like right before the show goes on, you in that mode where you, yeah. know, you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah. like I'm going over the show in my head or whatever. So you know, I'm going. And I was looking like, well, I ain't gonna have no opportunity, but I'm gonna go up to him or whatever. And I basically go up to him like with the like quick sixteen, and um, you know, he was up there like, just just shoot me your, your joint on Instagram or whatever. You know, what I'm saying like, and I listen to it. And I was up there like, bet. So, you know, I, 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 I put the same link that I gave you in your, in your messages. It was like a particular song. Let me song see if these motherfuckers even care. It was a song that I wanted him to hear because just on some, because he's like what I like to call a schemer. So from like, rhyme, like schemer to schemer in terms of rhyme scheme, I was like, if he hears this song, yeah. He would see the cloth that I'm cut from or whatever. And he he, he left me on scene. <laughs> <laughs> he left me on scene. Story of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I ain't like I ain't. Well, I mean, but it's Oh, no, you're nice. Yeah, I mean we, it's 
It, we put cool. podcasts out every week. Nobody listens. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, yeah. To, to that point, I haven't listened to y'all podcasts, so we 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 have that. So I, I have to go back to in the archives. Well, but to answer your question, I have stuff on SoundCloud. I did a collab uh, with Cas Meta on. Uh, he did an album with Theory Has It or whatever. Um, so I got a verse on there uh, that I did, but in terms of like relatively current stuff, I mean, there's stuff that I, I guess I could put out on SoundCloud or whatever that's relatively new that I haven't like let a lot of people hear. Um, but that's the majority of stuff. I mean, like in terms of SoundCloud, like I think I got like maybe about thirty joints on there or whatever, nice. like 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 solo stuff or whatever, just stuff that I've done over the years. So I probably got about thirty on there. Um. So, yeah, I mean, but if you would want to hear me personally now based on where I'm at, you would literally have to be like, we should do a collab and I'm going to need the verse by this time. Because that's really the only thing that puts the battery in my back. Like, I'm like, I'm very much like a deadline person or whatever. And I, it's funny because I wish I had the paper, but I pulled up the, um, the paper for the Raised by Wolves album all the joints and when they were like, I did this, this, and this. And I literally have it as like a checklist or whatever. So whenever I do that, then I tend to get, that's when I get productive. But if it's just, you know, if I'm not focused and I, I don't have like a set time in mind, then just I can go Stretches out over time, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So um, yeah, if you put the battery in my back by saying like, we need you on a collab, or whatever I need you by this time, then then you'll then, then I'll deliver. But in terms of stuff to, to listen to, go on my SoundCloud page. Um, I'm very proud of the song called Bad Chick Alert. Um, I'm proud of the song when they're called Let It Fall. I'm proud of the song when they're called Beautiful You. The song called Props is the one that I wanted Elzada here that he didn't listen to. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I mean, just a lot of like out of control, like with like, like just a lot of them. Like, um, I'm very proud of those. So if you go on there, you probably hear about 30 songs. The record, um, I, I still think it's up. I'm not sure, but Raised by Wolves. No, it is up. Cause I, yeah, I was, you sent me the link. Uh, Raised by Wolves, like the, that first album is on there. And um, if you want to hear other stuff, um, I'll have to find out a way to do that where you can't keep it. <laughs> well, just, we're going to link, link it in the bio of the show so oh, the listeners yeah, can, can listen yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. So you, you guys can listen to that. I listened to it like, was it like last week? Um, it's aged, I think it's aged pretty well. But uh, from from us to you, we think you're dope. Super. And, uh, hey, like, we, like same, same to y'all, you know, like the Dangler fam. And it's funny because. Uh, <laughs> I remember the line where you were talking about you was like on the intersection of like White Cross and Kipper yes. or whatever, like that song. And it was just like 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 a couple years afterwards, like I used to be over by that way like a lot. Oh, word. Every time I would be over by that way, I would always think of that line. So it was like particularly like that Kroger. So it's just like the landmark. I was like, I think <laughs> it's just I think about that all the time. Oh, that's dope to me. Yeah, 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 thank yeah, you. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny just actually being able to be like a fan of um, 
people's music where you're like friends with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think that that's dope in another stove. I mean, that's I'm what like that's kind of the point of what we're doing here is 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 giving flowers to that and the individuals that were part of all that. Those, like, yep. Yeah, and we're, you were definitely a part of it for sure. I appreciate it. I, I just I do wish that in terms of um. And I don't know if it's something I can still reconcile now, especially for you know my conflicted thing. But I always wanted to make more of a, um, a musical mark in terms of having like physical products. But you know, and my story has been a lot of like, yeah, I have a project, but for whatever reason, I can't release it. So this isn't like the only. I mean, I basically have over the course of the stuff that I've done, I got like three out, al- like three albums worth of work. That should have been delivered to the public that didn't for 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 reasons outside of what I personally wanted. Um, so you know, like a lot of that is just like a gnawing thing. Um, and just even in the midst of like some of the, the the stuff that I do have on my SoundCloud page now is uh supposed to be part of like a solo album that like um, I was working on. Okay. Um, so I mean, like I said, I mean, if you look on there, I mean, like I, I think I have, uh, and there's some joints that I actually have private, but I think I got like thirty, like anywhere between thirty to thirty-four songs on there, or whatever, just over the course of time. But because they weren't like official releases or anything like that, like you, you, you don't equate me to a musical moment. Like you, you remember me. From basically the performance element, you know what I mean? Like whether it was going on stage at Topcast or when we were performing as a group, we got our reputation as a group by us, you know, like doing the show circuit or whatever. More so than it was about releasing Releases. a product or you know, like even you know, corresponding merchandise. So you know, it's like like maybe I should rec- reconcile that at this point or whatever, or maybe not. And thus concludes another destructive episode of Destroy All Podcasts. General Fox. Yeah! Lieutenant One. You know! Our esteemed guest, Sharp One. Thank you for joining us. We gotta have you back on. I got more questions for you. Okay? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I was kind of, I didn't know how it was going to fare or whatever. Like, it's been a while since I've been um, interviewed in any capacity. But you yeah, did great. you know, shout out to you guys. You know, like, love you. And this was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Likewise, bro. <laughs> Please yeah. like, share, and subscribe. Please you like, subscribe. You may get clearance. And until next time, we say peace. Peace. Podcast. We are destroy all microbots. Generate five. Five. Lieutenant one. Lieutenant one. Go. Go. Special agent three. Me, I'm three. I'm three. Destroy, destroy all podcasts. We are destroy all microbots.